Individual therapy can be such a rewarding process. Unfortunately, a lot of people reject it because they're afraid of the unknown. I am Naya B, therapist, author, speaker, educator, and influencer, and I welcome you to do individual therapy with me. Take this journey and listen as unfiltered and unscripted brave souls heal and share their stuck points. My hope is that someone listening can relate to their stories and get a perspective on how real therapy takes place. Who knows? Maybe one day decide to get some therapy of their own. But when you do, though, just come do it with me, Naya B. Hey, everybody, welcome back for another session on Doing It With Naya B. I am your host, Naya B, therapist, author, speaker, influencer, and educator. And this is a special, special session. Um, it's special to me because I'm here with both of my students. As part of this Heartbreak series, I think it's important for people to just kind of talk about the things that um, not only has contributed to their heartbreak, but even maybe things that they may have done to the people that they love that they can't process. So. I think it's important that we process each other, right? Because we are so many years apart and we um, have the same dad. We share the same dad, but we all have different relationships with him and we all have different relationships with each other. And I think it's important for us to bridge that gap. So I want to welcome my brother D and my little sister C. How y'all doing? Good morning, doing well. So man, um, we are we are some years apart. We are some years apart, but we share the same dad, but we all have different relationships. Um, D is my older brother. C is my younger sister. I think, how many years apart are me and you, D? Like six? I'm 46 now. Okay, so yeah, we are six years apart. Me and C are what, 12 years apart, 11? I don't know, I'm, uh, I'm 29. Okay, so, so and my birthday's coming up on Saturday. Um, all right. So I'll be, I, I, I'll, I'll be over forty. We'll just say that. Um, <laughs> so, so all right. Let's let's talk a little bit about just your idea of, you know, how you how you felt our relationships should have gone and and how you think they are now. I'll start with Dean because he's the oldest. So. You had you you were the only child for a minute, and then here I came, right? Then so let's talk about how was that for you? Well, I was the only child, and then I can I met our dad when I was around ten years old, and then I think I slowly and I and I met you maybe that year later. So. I've never had the dynamic of I've always had to share him with you all because I would only see him on summers or if I did something wrong. So in the beginning, when I saw him, it was just merely punishment in which I saw him. So in the beginning, I just, when I saw him, I just attributed that something was wrong. Okay. Um, and then you came along and I saw that this man can be loving and compassionate and caring. And so off, off rip, that made me dislike you. Wow. <laughs> and I'm trying to see this through 10 year old eyes as I, as I talk to you, but it's just, I see now that I disliked you because day one, I saw this man giving you love that I never got from him. 
or did I even know I wanted love? Did I know what love was? But I just saw, hey, he treats her a lot nicer than me. That's pretty messed up. Yeah. I don't even know if I can say I really like felt that dislike, but I knew that there was like a distance. I knew I had a bigger, older brother and I enjoyed seeing my older brother, but I also remember a tone in our dad that said, hey, big brother, look out for little sister. And that's that. Like there was never really, I don't remember him ever being as compassionate to your needs as, as he was to mine. And, and I don't even know if I felt guilty about that until probably I was in my twenties, but I had created this sense of call on your brother when you need something, call on your brother when it's, when you in a trap in trouble or in a crisis, because he's supposed to look out for you. Like there was never really an encouragement to have a relationship as it was to this is who you call when it's time to step in. And, and, and that was that like, so see, um, what about you? Um, well, when I got here, um, I, I was born into a, a only child um, home. So I didn't know anything about you or Dan. It was just me, my mom and dad. And that was it. It was like, that was like happily ever after. You know, I grew up not being educated on the fact that, um, that I like did have siblings. Um, so when you first start coming around, it was pretty much a shock for me uh, because I'm like, well, I'm 14 years old and I'm already an auntie. The hell, you know, it's like, it, 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 it really, it really um, woke me up. And it's like, I was excited kind of because you know being an only child you know I was always by myself it was always you know me in my room or you know I always had friends who had brothers and sisters and you know they did things like that like just going through school like I used to get bullied in school a lot I'm like I wish I had a sister to be somebody up you know or whatever but and what's crazy is I was that sister that would have beat somebody up I'm just like man you know um yeah, so like when I first met you, and then a part, I she was pretty excited. I didn't feel like alone anymore, but then I became angry towards my dad because I kind of felt like, why wasn't I introduced to this sooner? Mm-hmm. Why, you know, why was why did I grow up under the impression that I was like by myself? Yeah. Well, I guess to maybe answer a few of those questions because I remember when you were born. I remember, um, so my mom and dad had a very toxic relationship of some kind. And I think that um, my being kept from you had a lot to do with that uh, because it was a secret to us that he had gotten married. Like we didn't even know, you know, that Uh he had gotten married. And and so then here, here he's married and now he's got this baby and I have this new sister, but I would come around sometimes. And I remember our dad would say, that your mom didn't feel comfortable with me being around. So I just wouldn't go over. And I think I created this dislike for your mother because I was like, well, I have a stepmom and she never wants me around or she never wants me over there, you know? So when I would come around, we'd meet at a public place. And I don't know if you remember, but you were like Mm -hmm. a toddler. Um, And we had went to, um, oh my God, what's the, what's the, what was the mall? Um, 
Oh my God, Four City. We Four went City to, Mall. We went to Four City Mall and we took a picture together and you were sitting on my lap. I think I had to have been like 12. So you had to have been like, you were young. I mean, maybe I was like 13. I don't know, but I was, I was old. Oh, yeah, I don't remember those. We oh, have a picture. I got to find it. I have, I have to find it because we have a picture where you're sitting on my lap and I had to have been like 12 or 13. Um, and you were maybe like two. And oh, yeah. I remember um, my being introduced to you then. You know, okay. and well, my, <laughs> my resentment came in because I was like, well, what, why did he marry your mother and not my mother? But he was, you know, I still mm -hmm. saw him. Like he definitely would come and visit me. Like I was not an estranged child. Like I knew my dad, you know, he would mm -hmm. come over and he, he'd, he'd sit outside the house. He'd come see me, he'd come visit with me, but there was this separation between you and I. And I resented that because I felt like he valued you more because he married you. And it's interesting to hear Den say that he didn't learn that my dad or our dad was lovable until I came into place. And then I'm thinking, I'm thinking, well, he's not lovable because he's got C. You know, it's just weird how that dynamic played out, you know, and that created a distance, I think, between you and I. But I, I did try to have a relationship with you. And there was this, because, you know, I, I'm, you know, you, your mom, you know, she's comes from a church family, you know, has different uh, values and beliefs that I did know, you know what I'm saying? And so my mm -hmm. mom and my family, totally opposite, you know, we, in, in our minds, in my mom, our dad saw my family as heathens, right? So it was oh. like this, this separation of, and it was this judgment because I remember he used to say things like, especially when I got, when I got pregnant, he would say things like, yeah, um, you know, Steve's mom doesn't want you around because she's afraid Steve's going to get pregnant just like you. And I don't want to have to Ooh. deal with that judgment. Yeah. Like he would say things like that. And I'm like, so even when I got married and I said, Hey, I want my sister in my wedding. I, I want her in the wedding. Oh, her, you know, her mom is concerned that somebody in your family might rape her. So we don't want her in the wedding. And like, I remember it got to the point where different events and things that I was having, you were not informed of intentionally. That's, now that's shocking. I, I never knew that. So, so here we are. So I think that, I don't know. I, there seemed like there's used to be this, this encouragement of closeness between you and Dan. And then this discouragement of closeness between me and you. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> I'm taken back because I like, none of this stuff was like introduced to me. Like I felt like growing up, I was really, really sheltered as a kid. Like I couldn't go nowhere, couldn't do anything. Um, I felt like I grew up in a real strict household and, you know, I used to like kind of go, I remember I did go back and forth with our dad one time because I'm like, you know, why can't I go out with my sister? Like, I'm almost 15 years old. Like, um, you know, I just didn't understand what was the, it's like, they, I never got a reason why. And, you know, as a kid, it's like, don't question your parents, you know. But I just never get that reason why I didn't, like, hang out with y'all like that or why we were so many years apart. And Or maybe they feel like I won't understand. I'm not sure. But, yeah, that, that just took me back. That could deprive somebody of a relationship. That, um... 
yeah, I, yeah, I, I never think understood. It, I never I understood. Think, I think it does. And I don't think me and Den really started to develop our own relationship. And I started to really value the relationship that he and I had until I became an adult and started having adult issues and adult problems. And I realized that he and I were more alike than anything. You know, it, I didn't see the relationship as, oh, this is my brother. I only call him when I want some money or if a, a, a guy has done me wrong or if I need some um some some muscle or some manpower, you know. And once we actually started to talk and communicate, that's when I learned like, I actually love this big head boy. Like that's 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 my best friend, you know. Um, but I even think to this day, um there's there's a disconnect that seems to happen between uh I don't want to say between me and Dan, but I think that Dan kind of notices it now. What do you think about that, Dan? I agree. And it's almost like when when parents are estranged and they divorce, they have small kids. You almost just have to wait till that kid grows up so they can mm. fully see and understand the big picture of what's going on. When it comes to see, I don't remember her as a baby. I don't remember meeting her. I just know she was there. Mm -hmm. And I remember I remember your mother when they were dating. But I just, I remember, I remember a little small dog before you, but then <laughs> came around and you was just like 15 all of a sudden. <laughs> what I do remember is we were at a Thanksgiving at somebody's house and it just all hit the fan. Oh, I was there too. Who, who's, we were sitting on the couch, right? I think it was Unrena's Unre house. And it just all hit the fan on how Naya was the favorite and Salise felt ostracized. And, and I just oh, I was, everybody oh, just oh. crying. Yeah, I don't, you know, one thing I will say is that people tend to have the vibe that I was the favorite. And honestly, I didn't, I don't know if I felt like the favorite in hindsight or not. I always thought that C was the favorite because that was the household. Like she grew up with our dad. So I was like, well, she gets to be with him every day, all day. But now that we're adults, I'm kind of wondering like if, if, me and Dan, if me and Dan got the best end of the stick. <laughs> no, but um. I remember one time I took you, see, to a barbecue and I dropped you back off a little late, but we were having a great time. I don't know if you remember that. I remember that. Now, I remember that. I was we so were having that. such a great time. We were hanging out, you know, and we and I took you back like maybe an hour later. And he, he me and him were about to go blows in the middle of the street because he was he got so ignorant. I had never heard him cursing me like that, go off on me like that. And I was like, what's so special about her that she got dropped off an hour later? Like, yeah, we having a good time. People. I'm going to keep her safe, you know. And mm -hmm. we were just cursing each other out that day. And after that, I was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done picking her up. I'm done hanging out with her. I'm done. And I just, I left it alone. And then I got older. And then me and, as me and Dan got close, I was like, dang, we have another sibling. And we're not as close to her. And we we probably need to bridge that gap, but I felt like it was more on me to bridge the gap because I'm the big sister. Mm, I can see that. I would always say that to you. He would. He would always say like, "You need to, 
call your sister. She needs you. And I would try, but then I felt like the relationship you know was so, so estranged. But you know what's so funny? The way Dan told you that you need to uh, mend the gap with me, my dad was on the other end telling me that I need to call you guys and build a relationship with you guys. And, you know, he's not going to be here forever. So he wants all his kids to, you know, come as one and things of that nature. And, you know, around that time with things going on in my life, I didn't know how. Mm -hmm. I I didn't know how to uh, build a bond with a brother and sister that I barely even know. So it was kind of a, okay, I'm dressed now. It was kind of a, um, I didn't know what to do. Yeah. And I, I think I understood that. I definitely understood that. And that's why I tried to do what I could do. And it just seemed like it was never, it was never connecting. Like we just couldn't get it right. I think on some level, Dan, do you still resent me? Like, do you resent <laughs> <laughs> no good okay no i don't i with when you have a parent you either learn you either learn what to do or what not to do and i just said that the things that our dad did was a lot for his self-interest it was a lot for self-preservation and as an adult, it's almost like you look at the end of usual suspects when you start looking at the wall and see stuff. I, I see why he kept you two apart. You know, I see why he wanted to keep everyone on an island because he didn't want everyone talking. Mm-hmm. And, and I get it. Hmm. And I see that he cherished a relationship between you two more than anything else. And he would do a lot of stuff behind the scenes to make sure that you all were good. But I think it also put a, it, it also put a rift sometimes between so C and I and I and I. And he would just say, hey, you a man, you could take it. You'll be all right. But them two, I need them not fighting. I need them to get to know each other. Yeah. I remember I asked him one time, like, you know, how come you marry, you know, uh, C's mom, you know, and not my mom, you know, how come you uh, didn't marry Den's mom, you know? And he said, I loved you all so much that I wanted y'all to have your own mother. I didn't want you guys competing for attention or fighting over one woman. So I gave you all your own mom. And I'm like, is that manipulation? <laughs> that don't even make sense. Like, what is that? Um, so it's, it's just interesting in hindsight, you know, now that, you know, at 40 years old, I'm like, yes, the relationship with my siblings is very important. Um, but also I realized that it shouldn't have been on us to get to this point to say, okay, let's bond. Mm-hmm. You know, like we, we really should have had more outings together. We really should have had more time spent, but for whatever reason, and that didn't happen. But I want both of you guys to know that um, I love you and I'm open to whatever. Like I really value my relationship with Dan. I would definitely love to have a better relationship with, with you see. And of um, course, yes. And, and I just, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't want us to be a um, 
or our bond to to be an image of whatever it is he created in his mind for for whatever reason i mean i'm sure he had his reasons but now that we know better i think that it's on us to kind of do better what do y'all think about that i concur we know better so we do better yeah i definitely um agree with that and i don't know i just kind of i just just i the feeling the feeling of ignorance really um took over me over the years like just for me not knowing what's happening around me um it caused a lot of anxiety like and then you gotta understand like I, like most of my friends have brothers and sisters so like growing up and like most of my friends had that type of family dynamic and you know sometimes it got to the point where it was like okay like you know what is it about me that my brother and sister don't like or you know, maybe because I'm too young. So maybe they feel like they can't bond with me because of my age, you know? So I was like, you know, thinking of millions of reasons why. So even now that I'm almost 30 years old, you know, if it wasn't for this conversation or if it wasn't for those times, you know, being came over my house that we bonded and things like of that nature, I would still be ignorant to a lot of things. And I will be growing up not really understanding why or why did my life go in this direction so I just thank God for having me on here because it's a lot of stuff that I it's like it's not, it's not a question that I couldn't even answer because I don't know because I was kept so sheltered I didn't know a lot of I ain't know nothing nothing zilch I know um to this day <laughs> Den kind of talks about how our dad used to tell him, like, if anything happens to me, if I got hit by a car, he needs to lay down next to me. And he said that just kind of sticks with him, even even to this day. Like, so then do you see that as like a form of protection or do you see that as, oh, she's just the, the more valued one? I saw this as the more valued one. And even throughout the years, he made you my responsibility. If you needed something, you would call him, he would damn near put you on hold and then call me and say, hey, you gotta do this for your sister because if you don't, then she gonna have to go to another guy and if you go to another guy, then you don't want that problem. I'm like, pops, I, that ain't my daughter. I'm saying, Dan, come on, man, I know you got it. How about this? And he would, he would finagle all these deals to make sure you got what you want. And I remember a time when I wanted to buy a car and he said he would help me. And that cat was gone in the wind. But mm -hmm. I also remember when he got you a car. He was just so proud I'm getting my child a car. You know, I'm like, and he said stuff over the years, you know, you're the son he always, he never had. <laughs> yeah, he has said that before. Um, I, when I first met Celise, I guess she was a teenager, I resented Celise because they were way more liberal parents than he was with me. I remember I, I couldn't have an earring in my ear around him. And Celise popped up with 17 of them. And so it was just, it was always stuff like that because you, you look at the hypocrisy of it and then you start asking yourself, you know, am I being treated this way because I'm not valued and you and I have talked about it sons want to 
be like their dad. They idolize their dad, whether it's good or bad. Mm-hmm. They idolize it and they want that love. Yeah. And well, don't think it's sweet because I definitely get my ass handed to me for doing things. So you it ain't it ain't. It was just boot camp. That's all I saw it as. I would spend the summer with him, get punished corporately for stuff I did during the fall, winter, spring, and then get sent back. And, and that was it. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, you didn't miss that on nothing. I got my first tongue ring. I got cursed out. I got my first tattoo. Woo, got cursed out. I don't know. I felt like as a teenager, I became very rebellious because I was angry. I felt like the way he disciplined me sometimes was not okay. And, and sometimes, um, you know, I used to get mad at my mom for allowing stuff because I used to feel like, okay, why? I mean, as, as a kid, I just didn't understand, you know? It's like, I couldn't do this. I couldn't do that. I couldn't do this. I couldn't go here. I couldn't go there. So like growing up, it was like, I was so sheltered that it made me just want to like say okay forget what y'all talking about I just want to just do it because when I got to college I like wowed out in college you know and you know even in high school like I I still went through the stages of talking to boys and trying to figure out you know saying things of that nature like my childhood like my I never um my, you know, of course, our dad is not the let's talk about the birds and the bees type of dad. It was just like, no, ma'am, you get your ass in the house and that's going to be that. You know what I'm saying? When I lost my virginity, it was hell to pay. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is like a lot of things that I went through in my life. Like, I just didn't like the way he disciplined me. And it made me resent him. Like, when I say resent him, like, that's when I told you, sis, I'm like, I, don't, I, don't, I know we too different, but the relationship that we think about our dad is pretty much the same. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it doesn't matter, you know, who comes in and out of your life, but that person is not going to change. It's not going to change because I just, I couldn't do it. I was never like a daddy's little girl, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but I didn't, I mean, now that I'm older, you know, it's like, you know, life is short and I definitely want to build a relationship with my dad and he does a lot for me. He does, you know what I'm saying? Like we we're good, you know, but it just took me a lot of years. Yeah. Like at one point, like, you know, my like I never like really like hugged my dad. So now that I'm older, he'd be like, you know, show the guy some love. And I used to be and my anxiety used to have used to rise because I don't know how to hug you. Mm-hmm. But wow. that's how deep it was. You know what I'm saying? So now that we're in a better place, like, you know, I love my dad. I appreciate him. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a he's a great man. You know, I'm older, like I'm damn near 30 now. So I kind of feel like I had to teach myself how to yeah. understand other how people's to connect. Yeah. How to, how to connect. Yeah. Trust me. I know. Yeah. I know that feeling all too well. I say a lot of times. Um, one thing I will say about him is that he taught me how to be tough. You know, yeah. like my my mom and her side of the family, they're the more emotional side and he's the more oh, intellect side. So same. like there was really no room for like these emotions and these, you know, tears. Mm-hmm. And there was really yep. no room for, you just had to strategize all the time. And I think that that's where Dan gets his solution focused, you know, let's fix it, let's get it together, you know, um, mentality. And as you guys are talking about, you guys' discipline and, and I've never felt disciplined by him. 
I've never, and I don't know if it's because I don't. And I think it's because we didn't grow up in the same household and maybe he just didn't want no smoke from my mother. I don't know. But my my mom a little cray cray. So I knew he didn't want them problems, you know? So I remember. So then you talk about the car situation. Man, look, that car came with so many stipulations. When I got that car, I couldn't, I couldn't let anybody else fix it. I couldn't have a boyfriend. Mm. I couldn't uh, do anything as long as I had that car. And I remember having to get it fixed one time and he was taking forever. And I had a boyfriend's dad at the time fix the car. When I tell you that car got repoed like an hour later, because it kept cutting off on me on Roosevelt. And y'all know where Roosevelt meets Lakeshore Drive you oh, need yeah. not get your car. You need not, your car need not cut off right there, but it kept cutting off. And I'm like, I need this car fixed. So I had to do what I had to do. And that came with stipulations, you know, but I even remember when I was dating, you know, and I was dating somebody that was much, much older than me. And I don't know if he was mad as it was. I, I don't even know. Cause you, cause then you, you and him had to have the talk with this older guy, you know, like <laughs> you had to have the oh, talk. Okay. Yeah, y'all met him up at the plaza and was like, hey, why are you dating this little girl? You know, what's going on? And But even <laughs> then, he didn't discipline me. It was like, well, what can I do? Because my daughter here is the is the aggressor. She's the aggressor. No, he disciplined me. Oh, okay. I remember that. I got disciplined for that. Because he's saying, then you allowing this to happen. What's going on with you? I mean, you ain't on the clock. And I'm like, I don't even, I don't know what's going on in this lady's social life. Well, you need to find out what's going on because you shouldn't have me coming up here to have to handle stuff that you should be handling yourself. That sucks. I'm sorry yeah. that you got blamed for what? all of my shit, right? I'm sorry you got blamed for my shit because I was. <laughs> Yes. You had no say or influence on what I did because I was very sneaky and I was honest with him about the type of stuff that I did. So I don't even know like really why he would. The only time, like I said, he ever cursed me out or disciplined me was when I brought Celise back an hour later. That was the only time he's ever cursed at me or went completely off on me. And that's when I was like, oh, oh, OK, I guess she the special one. Hands off. I'm oh, good. No, I, I got that all the time. I'm so good. I was, I was See used you to later, sir. Seeing that. Yeah, I was I used to seeing that side of him. This, I was used to it. This is a very defining moment because this when I just became, I guess, I guess uh, he gave me the, uh, a man speech that I've given to my contemporaries. And he said straight up, he's like, you a bitch. And, I, and he was like, I failed you. I've left you along with so many women that you've turned into a bitch and it's my fault and I'm sorry. And while you out here arguing with women, you should be leading families and leading your household, and leading your community. And he was like, they stand up to pee. You, you know, he said, they sit down to pee, you stand up to pee. Why are you arguing with a woman? How dare you? You know what, get off, I think he hung up on me. He said, bitch, and just hung up on me. Oh my God. And I had to be about 30. When he did that, he oh, no. and I just remember, like, I just let a grown man hurt, hurt my feelings. And now I was like, this is the only man that's ever hurt my feelings. Yeah. Mm. He used to definitely and, tell me, like, I remember the first time I thought I got my heart broke and he was just like, don't you ever cry over no man. He gonna call you when his dick get hard. Ever. Don't ever do that. And I was like, oh, okay. And that was it. Never cried over another one again. 
So he's he's definitely given us some great lessons and some great values and some great things to live by. I mean, I, I value his intelligence deeply. I think that he's a very, smart very smart man. Very smart man. Very intelligent man. His methods are a little wacko, but I really you know, love the lessons. And I do value that about him. And I'm grateful that I at least know who you guys are. And yeah. we can we can start from here and, and continue to develop a relationship because we do have that thing in common and that's intelligence. We're all three of us are doing great things. We're all doing great things, big things. And we can definitely say that it's his DNA that has allowed that to happen. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I concur. You know, so we're all very educated, very intelligent. We have, you know, the ability to communicate effectively and we're, and we're all just, we're leaders, all three of us. So one thing we can do is thank him for that, you know, um, because that's how we're going to continue to bond and continue to grow, not just through our DNA, but just who we are as, as people. So I'm really glad that we had this conversation. It was really enlightening. Yeah, Um, it, it really is. Um, I'm not, I'm, I'm happy. And it took a lot of uh, burden off my shoulders because, I mean, I feel like I had a lot of questions and I I didn't want to ask him because I just couldn't deal with it. I, I just, it. I don't know. Mm-mm. Well, see, I'm here. You know, I though I've taken my breaks and my step backs for my own, you know, sanity um, because I just never really want to be that glue that keeps a relationship together. So I, I just keep my distance and I have relationships with people that I think want to have them with me. And I've always just been convinced. I'm like, well, she's older now. So if she wants it, she'll reach out. And I'm going to just say a very profound thing that sticks out with me is All-Star Weekend. All-Star Weekend. <laughs> that was bogus. That's, that was messed up. All-Star Weekend. Do you remember last me, year? I, what? All-Star Weekend. Where you had to ask me who I was and what my name was because I looked familiar. When we, had the, when we saw each other at the... Uh, yes. Because <laughs> my, my friend kept saying, like, that girl over there staring at you. And I'm, she's like, you know her? I was like, no. You know, like, I sure had an attitude. I was like, no, I don't know her. She's like, she keep looking at you. So I just like, okay. So I sat down and then you asked me what my name was. And I'm like, yes, oh my that's my name. And you like, you my sister. <laughs> like, oh my God. Yeah, I, I was on a date. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, that's what, oh yes. That's what everything came out then. Cause and we took a I selfie. Like- and my, my friends, the people I was with, they was like, oh, you suck. How do you not know that that's your sister? <laughs> Well, you know, I have my makeup on, so I'm like, she probably don't know it's me. And I'm looking, I was with uh, my friend at JT, and I was like, wait, I, I know her. I'm like, I know her. I know her. I know her. I know her. She was like, well, you know her. I'm like, I know her. I know her. I just, and I just You just knew you knew staring. me, but you didn't know how you knew me, I right? I didn't know. Like, and I'm just like, I know her, like, from somewhere. And then you sat next to me, and I'm just like, you're my damn sister. Yeah. What the, what is up, girl? Like, you was yeah. just like, oh, no. We we yeah, gotta do better. Beautiful. We gotta do yeah. better. Like seriously. <laughs> and the crazy part about it is we've been friends on social media the whole time. Whole time. Whole time. That sucks. We gotta do better. And I I vow to do better. I vow to do better. And Me I too. vow to be Me a little too. bit more sensitive to my brother's needs when it comes to feeling important. <laughs> I'm not gonna keep letting your daddy bully you, Dan. I'm going to use my influence <laughs> and my platform to make sure that he sees the value in you. <laughs> mm. 
Well, I appreciate you guys so much for doing this. I enjoy talking to you and I'm grateful that we've been able to process this and talk about this heartbreak along the way. But hopefully we are on the journey to healing and being better siblings to one another. Um, I, I I definitely value having you guys. So I'm going to do better as, as a big sister, see, um, and making sure I connect with you, keep in contact with you and that you're not a stranger. Um, yeah, and, you know, definitely mutual. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. So I'm on that. All right, guys. Well, you guys can follow me on Instagram, author underscore Naya underscore B. Um, if you guys want some more feedback or if you want to join the discussion later on, you can do that. And um, yeah, you guys have doing it, doing it. a good rest of your day. Thank you. Love you both. Thank you. Love you both. Thank you.